Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm going to be with you tonight. I'm your host, Kathy Cook Noble. And every week we like to jump in and take on a financial topic that's either got somebody stressed out or confused or just worried about um, or worried for someone, whether it be their retirement future, whether it's their current emergency future, if it's their health and their concerns about their health, if it's concerns about their children, if it's concerned about their elderly parents or uh, any dependent that they're looking after that might have some special needs. Uh, that's what we, we tackle here. And there's all kinds of different ways of thinking about finance. And I know a lot of the time when people hear that word finance or they hear about a uh, financial advisor, for example, they think, oh, instantly, I don't want to talk about that. I don't understand. I don't like it. It makes me nervous. Um, and, and I get that. I see that every day in my practice. Uh, we have a finance practice here. And, and as a licensed advisor, I see it. As a bookkeeper, I see it. It's, it scares people. It can be overwhelming. It's um, one of those, one of those, um, one of those things where people get a little bit uh, overwhelmed and confused and scared, and we try and help them with that. And that's what we do here on Insp on the Inspired Choices Network, and that's what we do here on Financially Speaking. My job is to tackle the. Uh, financial part and the rest of the network I leave for all the what I always say is the harder stuff because it's the stuff that ties it all together so it's about uh, your mindset it's about your uh, your spiritual needs your emotional needs your physical needs and all that health goes together and I've talked about it before and uh, we'll probably talk about it again but all of these uh, pieces go together and that is where you have to have a, a healthy state of mind. You have to have a healthy body and you have to have a healthy financial setup as well. And that all comes together and gives you a, half, a healthy uh, overall perspective and overall um, makeup. And with that, it also makes you healthy because then you're, and you're healthy, I mean, and then you're happier too, because when you're, when you feel good and you look good and you've got money in the bank and you got investments saved for your future and all these pieces come together, it makes you happier. And when you're happier, we're more productive. We're, we're nicer to be around. <laughs> that's for sure. And uh, we're able to help more people. So it's really not just about uh, whether or not you have lots of money whether or not you even want lots of money. Some people don't. Some people, it's it's not about the money and it's not about um, how much they have and how many zeros are, are after their, their numbers. It's about being financially secure, being financially free. And financial freedom comes from having no obligations or no one controlling you. And, and if you owe money to somebody, then somebody has some control over you. So, and it's, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because there's some stuff where it makes sense and we can work with that with our plan, but we want to make sure that we are financially ready to tackle the world and take care of our families and ourselves. So I always invite people to plug themselves in on the Inspired Choices Network, get what you need when you need it, because there's always a show that's available for you. 
And it's, it's kind of, uh, it's interesting because I know being a numbers person, I, it's, it's more of a, you know, black and white, two plus two is four kind of situation. I deal with that every day. I deal with numbers every day, but uh, every, and everyone always thinks it's just a straight line for me, but it's, it's not numbers are not a straight line. There's, there's always variations that happen in life. Life happens and that always changes our numbers and it always changes our goals. It changes our desires. And that's also when we need some support outside of just a financial person. And that's where the Inspired Choices Network really shines because we're able to help people when they have problems with their, their kids or problems with their spouse or problems with themselves and they're potentially just, uh, you know, their self-esteem or their mental health or wellness. Uh, problems with their pets uh, it all comes together and has an effect on us so find a find a, a show or find a host that really speaks to you the way you need them and plug yourself in listen to that contact them join the chat room ask questions if you want and they're always happy to help the uh potential out there is there something missing and if there is something missing and you're the expert or you're told you're always so really good at you know solving these problems or figuring out these solutions then uh maybe now's the time to talk to christine mcgyver about hosting your own show and sharing that knowledge with the world because it's amazing how many other people will be thinking the same thing and that's that's who we are and i mentioned i'm a licensed advisor and i have a bookkeeping practice and i'm also uh i run a funny uh women's investment and social exchange it's the wise club and we join online as a group where we talk about all the the things that we talk about here, but we specifically talk about your issues. So some people have asked me, and I get this actually a lot, the differences in mortgages and what do, what do the different terms mean? And, and I will do another show on it because I have done it before about uh, what's the difference between an open rate, a variable rate, a fixed term, a variable term, um, what, what's better overall, what's the home equity line of credit? I get those questions a lot. So how do I know what kind of mortgage I need? And these are these are not how do I invest for the future kind of questions because when people they they hear you're a licensed advisor and they think oh well you're just going to tell me what stocks to buy or what funds to invest in and and I I find it's more of a whole plan and I really don't know how you would put it together without looking at the whole picture and the whole picture being when do you want to retire how much money do you need in retirement what does retirement look like it's not just about money because you can have all the money in the world, but retirement's a lot about planning your time too. And a lot about mentally preparing for it. It's about, um, if you're with a partner, you know, if you're married, if you're, if you have somebody that is your significant other and you're planning on keeping it that way in retirement, then you also have to deal with, uh, what's our schedule going to look like? Cause you know, once I retire, I'm home all the time. And if you're retired, you're home all the time. And if you're not retired, when are you retiring? And what does that look like? So there's a lot of pieces and it's fascinating to me. It's, it's just like your whole life is just one big puzzle and all the pieces need to fit together to make it a happy, healthy picture. And that's really, if we think of it like that, then we'll be more focused on the overall plan rather than whether or not my neighbor just got a new car or was able to put in a pool this summer or built a new fence or went on an expensive vacation. But we all know nobody went on a really expensive vacation this year because uh, we were all grounded uh, this year with our with our lo with our global pandemic. So nobody got to go on really really expensive fancy vacations probably. 
Um, but when they, when we do, when the world opens up again and we start traveling and, and uh, exploring different places, then we also put that, I, I, we put that stress on us actually. And I don't know why we take that burden on. Maybe it has to do with so much influence on TV or social media, but we're always trying to compete, it seems, with our neighbor or a friend or cousin or, and it's typically people we're not that close to. And it really doesn't matter what they're doing because what matters is what we're doing and how we are. And uh, I do know, because I see a lot of financial information that a lot of these people we're competing with are having some serious debt issues as well. So we're just, this is what we do here. We just focus on ourselves and we focus uh, in, our, in the WISE group, we focus on our individual situation, how to make it better. And we're there to support each other. So I invite you, if you want to join us there, we're going to have some really great, uh, I think some really great promotions for uh, free membership trials and uh, get people getting them on track, getting their financial future and, and getting their families all set up. So I will share more with that as we roll it out. And tonight we're going to talk about um, we're going to talk about fraud. We're going to talk about financial fraud. We're going to talk about scams. We're going to talk about why we care about these things. We're going to talk about what they look for and what we look for. Um, and by they, I mean the people who are scamming us. So especially this time of year, I, I thought, you know, it's, it's the first of December tomorrow and we're coming into a busy Christmas season. We've had a very unique and uh, um, somewhat depressing year actually with the COVID-19 pandemic and the sad part of it is the the stats are all coming out and if you follow it and you read it there's always information we can be hearing that's either right or wrong or good or bad with COVID-19 but one thing that we do know and it has not been disputed is that um, the the increase in mental health and and family uh, domestic abuse child abuse uh, alcohol abuse drug abuse uh, increases in that is is definitely related this year to being isolated and the the change in our entire life on how this COVID-19 has affected us and with that unfortunately is also a lot of scams and a lot of fraud and just generally um, a lot of issues that we're going to need to keep in mind coming into Christmas season because Christmas is always one of those times where it can be depressing for it's a highly depressing time for a lot of people and suicide rates have been very high with COVID-19. Um, we certainly have had um, those warnings in the past about Christmas being a, a high suicide uh, holiday if you will it's high suicide time and a lot of it we want to be prepared for so that if we're at home and you're gonna be getting more phone calls cause you are at home, uh, you'll be getting uh, more potential fraud or um, being a victim of any kind of fraud or scam. And I know we, I know here we, I've, I've used, I, I very regularly seen the police do um, at senior centers, some workshops on scams and what to look for in it. But with COVID-19, they're not able to do those. and and that population is not typically as well-versed on um, technology. So we want to make sure if you know someone or you're looking out for someone, like if your parents are older or if you have grandparents that are either elderly or uh, maybe they live alone and they might not know about these scams, we want to make sure we share this with them because we don't want to have anybody 
take advantage of anybody that we know or love and care for. Um, it's a sad thing. And, and I've seen some really good scams. Like there's some really good ones out there. Sometimes uh, people see them and it's really hard to tell the difference when you get some email scams. Some of them are pretty obvious. And I'm going to tell you some of the things to watch for, but there's some other stuff that I'm going to talk about. Uh, this applies uh, once again around the globe. So anyone that gets these kind of calls, uh, I know in Canada, I'm going to share a little bit about what CRA will help you with and some of the resources we have here. Um, in the United States, I know you guys have very similar uh, similar resources too. There's a lot of similarities. I know we're, we're neighbors so from Canada to the U.S., so there's a lot of similarities and similar resources that complement each other in our country. So what we'll do is we're going to talk about financial scams, um, and typically that's what they are. It's people are out trying to uh, to get some of your money for no service or, or uh, product. And they're just trying to, um, well, it's kind of funny. I think of it, and I know this might not be the right way, but, you know, I always think of people with their get-rich-quick schemes, and there really is no such thing. And I, I get asked this all the time, like, you know, can you buy certain stocks or is there certain companies that I should be looking at and you know I put all my money in today and it'll double tomorrow and I'll be you know filthy rich and that, that's just not how it works uh, I mean there's I'm sure somebody could win the lottery <laughs> and that's one way to do it but you can't plan for that um, and, and I find these financial scams they just remind me of uh, people trying to get rich quick scam and it's just and all that is is I'm just taking somebody else's money and I'm being um, very fraudulent and and untrustworthy to get it. And that's, those are things I want to prepare people for because uh, no matter what job you're in or what profession you have and how much money you make, you work hard for your money and you don't want to be a victim of any of these financial scams, especially coming into the holiday season where it might affect you, how your, your Christmas is already going to be different. We're already looking at a completely different program for this holiday season. We certainly don't want to make it worse by having our money um, fraudulently taken or scammed from us. So we're going to take our first break of the night. And when we come back, we're going to talk about um, financial scams. I'll give you a few statistics on, on how, what's <laughs> the staggering number of dollars that have been scammed in Canada. And I will also share with you some things to arm yourself against. So we're going to prepare you. It's going to be a good holiday season. We're going to keep our money and spend it the way we want to. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Inspired Choices Network. And this is Financially Speaking, and I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? 
Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator, Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm your host tonight. And just about every night on Mondays right here is Kathy Cook-Noble. And I'm always excited to be with you because uh, we get to talk about finance in a different way than I do at, during the day a lot of the time. And tonight we're going to talk about financial fraud and financial scams. And there's some staggering statistics that I want to share with you because I just it's incredible. This is just statistics for Canada. And to put in perspective for our American friends, the population of Canada would fit in the state of California. Like that's how, that's the size that we're talking of population. So it's staggering when you think about it. In 2010, there was credit card fraud of $366 million, just in credit card fraud in 2010. In two, Six years later, so just four years ago, in 2016, Stats Canada has told us that $940 million is how much credit card fraud there was. So we went from $336 million, which is a lot, to $940 million. We more than doubled it. And I actually almost tripled it, actually. And that, to me, is mind-blowing. But one of the big contributors is we do so much now online. Like here we are sharing, we're, we're live and then we're going to post in our, in our podcast and there are over 50 platforms and our new TV platform. And there's just um, a, an astonishing number of places where we can get in touch with each other through different kinds of media or technology. And all of this stuff opens us up to potential fraud and potential scams and credit card only went from 366 to 940 million in six years. So I am sure the numbers haven't come out yet, but I'm sure that that number has gone up because we are all uh, some sort at some point in time online, shopping, doing something, ordering something. Um, the statistics just from Black Friday are up. I think it was 22% for Black Friday online sales overall. Um, which means we were shopping more online. And I, I just wonder what at what point these these scams are good. Like some of these people uh, that you get victim that are victims to these scams, they I always um, I always feel bad for them because they feel guilty that they should have known. I, and I, I tell them they're good. Like you it's really hard to know what you're looking for with some of these scams. So Let's have a look and, and say, okay, well, how are we going to protect ourselves? These are some things to look for. Um, and 
I'm going to give you some uh, ideas too on what on, on things to protect yourself with. So there are more forms of fraud that we've seen in emails, phones, and text messages. So these are things that we're going to look for. I'm sure everyone out there has had one of those bogus emails that you get that say, and I've seen them so many times where you've had uh, an email and they've got no relatives and you're going to inherit this money. All you have to do is transfer them $500 for the bank fee or the wire fee or whatever it is that they come up with. And there's a lot of people that have fallen for it. So if you fall for it, don't, don't beat yourself up. You're not the only one. There's a lot of people that have fallen for it and you know, for them to keep up with it, that they're successful which means they're good at it. They're convincing. Um, I can tell you, I get calls all the time. I, every In Canada right now, there is a ton of scam calls going around where people call and say that um, it's a recording actually. And it says that they're calling on behalf of CRA and you're going to go to jail if you don't push one now or talk to a person or input your personal information. I usually don't go that far into the call, but I do know a lot of people that have, and I've had clients message me and there's concern because CRA is contacting them. And I'm like, don't push anything. Don't transfer anything. Don't confirm anything. It's a scam. CRA does not call you. They don't call you. They send a letter first. They don't, that that's not how revenue Canada revenue agency works. Um, that's not how they, they conduct business. They won't just call you on a recording and say, submit this and do that. The only time they'll call you is if they sent you a letter first saying they're going to call you so that there is no surprise. It's, it's very, very rare. The only time that, that it would be a surprise for CRA and it would be somebody in my industry that would see this because if there was some, some kind of uh, activity that took place and CRA is investigating somebody, for example, typically due to tax fraud or tax evasion. Um, and it's got to be pretty severe where they show up to seize your assets or your computer or, or usually show up at your accountants to uh, <clears throat> seize that and get information. Very rarely would uh, you actually would never get CRA calling you to say, hey, we're calling you about this. They would they would send you a letter first and say, this is the whatever you've applied for something. We're reviewing your application or there's an issue with something or your tax assessment is this, and then uh, we'll be phone, we'll be calling you. And it's not just these collections departments saying they're calling on behalf of CRA. So if you get those ones, don't give them any of the information. <clears throat> so another example, there's a lot of interact scams where um, this one's uh, going around right now, actually, where you'll get an email and it's a, and again, a lot of it will be CRA, which is the Canada Revenue Agency here. Um, there's a lot of emails that'll say there's an interact waiting for you, click here, and it looks really good, but you have to look on the email and right click if you can't, if, to, to make sure you can see the actual email address, because a lot of it is some bogus it's not a CRA website or, or email domain, I mean. So you'll see stuff that says you've received uh, like a, a nominal number, but like $480, $450, from the Canada Revenue Agency and just click accept to deposit the money. And then it says you have to respond immediately because it's, the email expires in 24 hours. That is the urgency that they try to get you um, to feel pressured to reply to this and people click on it and that's when they gather their information and they're subject to these scams. So 
Um, one of the things, uh, yeah, and, and in our chat room, PayPal is mentioned, and that's absolutely right. PayPal is really, really good for, no, I don't mean PayPal, the actual company. I mean the scams that people use with PayPal. You have to click on the email to see where it's coming from because that email that they use looks so good. They even have that copyright with PayPal. And there's just, there's going to be something subtle that isn't correct. And a lot of the time it's a grammar or a spelling mistake that you see, but all the time, if you click on that email, most people don't know that when it comes in, you can click on it and you can see the whole um, extension of the email to see where it's not at paypal.com. It'll be at, you know, abc123.com. And you're like, oh, that's not PayPal. So, you know, it's not legit. Um, I always think if when in doubt, throw it out, don't take the chance. If it's really that important, you can log into your PayPal account. Um, you can always go online and check your own credit cards. Uh, you can call the banks yourself for your credit cards if you think it's something, if they if they call and say, oh, we're calling on behalf of your MasterCard, your Visa, your American Express, whatever the case is. Um, you can say, I'll call you back. And then you call from the number that's on the back of your credit card, not the number they give you. You call on your credit card and you ask if someone's been calling looking for you if you're concerned about it. Um, one of the things you'll often have um, for, I want to give you just some signs to look for with the emails. It usually starts with dear client. So, or it'll have your name. I get it. the ones I get, my name's always spelled weird or wrong. And, and Kathy's not that hard to spell. So I, I always know there's something funky going on right then and there. Um, government and financial institutions will never send you email, uh, interact email. They will not send money through email or e-transfer. It doesn't happen. I, I can't do it in my industry. In the financial industry, that is not how it works. And the government's not going to do it either. So if you if you get an email from your financial advisor or you get an email from a government that looks like a government something official department and it says click here for your money e-transfer or I'm, we're e-transferring you the money, click here to accept. Uh, don't do it because it, it's. I, I, I hate to use the word never because there's always an exception, but there's never going to be a time when that's going to be legit. So don't do it. Um, and if you think it is legit and your financial advisor, for whatever reason you think it's legit and you get an email, call your advisor before you click on anything and ask them. Uh, but I'm, you'd be hard pressed to find that to be real. So don't do that. Um, you want to make sure you look at the links that don't match the vis visible identification. So if you move your mouse over the link in the email, like I mentioned before, the URL, which is the web address, you'll be able to read that. Um, either if you can't do that, right click, there's, there's always a way to look at it. And if it's a different box than what you see in the email, that leads to a fake site. So that's the other um, uh, sure red flag that something's wrong. Um, Grammatical errors that don't make sense, or they mention things that, that don't make sense to you that um, you wouldn't, it just throws you off a little bit. Uh, some emails refer to a problem with your account. This is a, this is a one, the urgency to, you must quickly click here or call here or do here or do something. Um, government, again, the government and financial institutions will never send you an email like that. They will never notify you through some unsolicited email and they'll never tell you to go to your, click here to go to your account. That, that's not how they work. So 
if you see something like that, that instantly is a flag before you panic and say, oh, I have to do this right now. I only have 24 hours or my account's going to be frozen or something's going to happen. That's not that's not how they work. So first thing we see, you think mm, probably a scam. And then when if you're confused or if you're wondering if it is a scam, you can always call your institution where you bank or your advisor or if it's a government office. But they won't send, they don't send money like that. And they don't send notices of problems with your accounts like that. So what do you do if you get one of these emails? Well, you don't respond and you don't click the links. So you're not going to give any of these fraudsters any of your information. Um, if you aren't sure about it, like I mentioned, check your, if it's an online account, just log into it in a different, uh, from a different web page and see what it is. You can contact the security department. There's an institution for, it's called the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center, and you can report the spam. And they there'll be um, other people that have reported it. And they have a website, the Canada Revenue Agency has a website all about resolving unauthorized uh, fraud and charges. And you can go on there as well. Um, I would say if, again, you're you're better off to always err on the side of caution and if i delete them like i immediately they come in i delete them i get nothing like i delete them out of my inbox i delete them out of my trash i make them go away completely so there's nothing if there's something attached it's not attaching to anything on my computer uh, now in my my industry we have a lot of um regulation but we in my practice we have a lot of security so our computers are like really hard to to break into so i'll also report it to our um our uh, it compliance and security people so that they know uh, but just don't take any chances um we're going to talk about this is just the money part of it because people these scams they try and scoop your money but there's also scams that try and scoop your identity and we'll talk about that after the break because that's also um that's also scary too because there's a lot involved in building your your id back and you're fixing your credit. So if you see any of these bogus um, uh, emails or or problem emails that there are e-transfers or texts in that sense, just delete them. Don't take a chance. Just delete them. Phone your institution that they're referencing on your phone number, not the number they provide, and um, you can ask them if you're concerned. It's also not a bad thing to let them know that. Uh, they've had this, you've had this email or, or text come in because probably other people have too and they'll want to know for their IT and their security people. Uh, we are up to our second break and we're going to still talk about fraud, financial fraud and how to protect ourselves. So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network and we're going to take a break and I'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspireChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookkeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook Noble, and we are looking at financial fraud tonight. And a lot of that is um, it's very scary because it's a it, you feel very victimized. Um, we were just talking in the chat room at break, and uh, I mean, I look at it just from a numbers because that's where this is a show, right? Financially speaking, so of course we're going to look at the financial part of it. But like I mentioned at the beginning of the show, um, there's all the pieces that go together. It's not just your financial, but your emotional and physical health. And a lot of a lot of what we do online and a lot of what we used to do that we now do is online because of COVID. We're doing a whole lot more online. We're ordering groceries online. We're talking with friends and family online. We're doing our finances. Obviously, we're paying bills, stuff like that. Um, we're also dating online. And some of these dating sites uh, there, there's some unscrupulous characters out there who prey on people and their emotions. And that is one of the hardest parts because, uh, it's not just about the money. I, I mean, it scares me. And I say this, uh, I say this with a lot of, uh, planning and, and emotion that needs to be protected. But at the end of the day, it is just money and we can make more money. Um, we can replace money, but when it comes to the dating sites and they take advantage of people and they're very, they get scarred emotionally and they're hurt. And, and I, I think that is, is one of the biggest tragedies because those people that get taken advantage of like that. And, and I, I actually do know people who've been on dating sites, very kind people that are genuinely looking for uh, uh, long-term you know, marriage prospect kind of dating, not just a date for Saturday night. Um, and they've been scammed by people. And then they get, once they build this relationship, then they start asking for people to spend, send them money and I'll come and see you. And, and uh, that to me is very heartbreaking because you're, you've trapped somebody emotionally and then you, the whole goal is to take advantage of them financially. So please be careful when, if you're on any of these sites, I don't care who they are. I don't care how long you've been talking to them. Please do not send money and do not give them your banking information. Um, there's all kinds of really, really good talkers that are very good at convincing people that it's legit. And, you know, it's been months and you can trust me and we've got this great relationship and, and you've never met and you've never talked on the phone. And there's a very good chance. And I know this is what's happened. I, I know people that this has happened to and you've come to find out that you or I haven't been talking to the picture of that person at all. They could have a picture of me and you think you're talking to me and you're not talking to me. 
And that's the part that scares me. And, and that's the part that I find very heartbreaking. So please, I don't care what it is, guard your banking and your financial and your ID information very, 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 very carefully. Now, what do we do? How do we protect ourselves? Well, don't share information freely, period. Don't share it freely. If somebody calls, and this is the part um, I always find interesting, and, and I, I do always, I, I find this is probably a big challenge. If somebody asks you a question, uh, you feel compelled to answer it. So if somebody asks you, how much money do you make? You kind of feel awkward about it, but, but a lot of times people don't really know how to say, um, gosh, that's none of your business or I'm not comfortable telling you that. A lot, some people do and some people can, but for the most part, most people, when someone asks you a question, like, um, how much do you weigh? Like, have you lost weight? How much weight have you lost? Um, <clears throat> but some questions that are a little bit more personal, you feel awkward about it and you feel awkward answering it, but you do because you feel this need to do it. And I know in Canada, they always say how Canadians are always apologetic and polite. And I think part of, of that comes with this territory too. Uh, don't share your information freely. Just because I ask you how much money you make, you're not required to tell me that. Now, if we're sitting, if you're a client and I need to know it for your plan, that's a whole different story. <laughs> but if we're on the street and we don't know each other and we just start chit-chatting or we're in line at the grocery store and, and we strike up a conversation, uh, it, it's, it's none of my business. <laughs> it's none of my business, it's none of anybody's business. What the personal questions they ask you. So guard it freely guard your information freely or don't give your information freely guard it with your life. So when somebody asks you personal information, it's not free to give um, any documents that have personal information. If you're going to get rid of them, shred them. Or, or <laughs> if you're lucky enough to live in the country and you have a fire pit, burn them. <laughs> they, they start a fire really well. And I guarantee you that nobody's putting that piece of paper back together again. So if you can uh, burn it, that's great. If you can't burn it, shred it. And keep your wallet or your purse safe. So um, I'll tell you a little tip. This is this is just my own little thing, and I've done it for years. I don't keep my money in my wallet <laughs> because if you're going to steal my wallet, you're not going to get my money. And I, uh, I try really hard to um, – I mean, I do keep my, my wallet my – my phone actually, because there's a lot of information in your phone now. So I'm gonna say not just your wallet or your purse, but keep your phone safe because we all know in our phones now, these smartphones we have, they're storing an awful lot of information. They're storing contact information, they're storing your points cards. You can have copies of your cards in there. You can have uh, banking, obviously, apps for online banking. There's all kinds of like Apple Pay if you have a, uh, an iPhone. Um, there's all kinds of different things in our phone that we do not want out. So I'm going to say guard your purse and your wallet and your phone very carefully. And uh, don't carry the ID you don't need. So uh, in Canada, for example, your social insurance number, social security number for our American friends, uh, if you don't need that card and you very rarely need that card, don't carry it in your wallet. Put it in, if you have a safe at home or if you have a, a safe place, maybe not a physical safe, but have a safe place at home to, to store that, keep it there. And I'm going to tell you, very, very, very rarely is somebody going to need to see your social insurance number or your social security number. 
That is not a piece of, of ID that, that is required on a regular basis. Uh, there are very specific ways and reasons that you would need that card. And, and I can tell you from the financial world where that would be, but for a daily in your wallet, totally unnecessary. Don't carry ID you don't need. If you don't use all your credit cards, don't carry all your credit cards. You don't need them. If you only have one card that you use regularly in case of emergency, okay, carry that one. You don't need the rest of them every day. So keep them in a safe place. Um, if you can lock your mailbox. Now I know here in Canada, we've got a lot of those super boxes where you have to go there and Canada Post is giving you a key instead of having door-to-door -door delivery. But if you still have door-to-door uh, -door delivery for your mail, if you can lock your mailbox, do it. Part of, this goes back a few years with identity theft. One of the big ways they were doing it was it was still your um, phone bill. So every other, and most people don't notice that they're not getting their phone bill every month. So they would get it every other month. And eventually the person who was stealing your identity had enough ability and, and gone through enough of the mail that you're they're stealing your identity. You wouldn't even know it because most people don't notice um, every other month on their invoice, their, especially their phone bill. So if you can lock your mailbox, lock your mailbox. Um, limit the number of credit cards that you hold. I mentioned, don't bring them all with you, but make sure you know how many you have and make sure you know what you have. Uh, check your credit report once a year. I've talked about this before. You can get your credit report once a year for free. So get your report every year and make sure there's no weird or abnormal activity on there that you aren't familiar with or don't recognize. Um, make sure the websites that you're using are secure if you're going to be putting personal information in. So if you're shopping online, and I mean, how do you not mention Amazon? Because that's in the news all the time. And Amazon's sales have gone up unbelievably in this last uh, couple of days because of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. But if you're using Amazon, for example, and you know that Amazon is a trusted site, that's when you can put your personal information in and you feel okay about it. If it's a site that you don't know anything about and, and it, there's errors in it and there's problems that come up with it, don't put your personal information in and don't share that. Um, delete emails that ask for personal information. Just delete them. You don't need them. And keep on your computers, keep your firewalls and your spyware and all that stuff up to date and make sure it's working right. Because we are in a technology world where we are going to use our computers, whether it's our smartphone or whether it's our laptop or our desktop or our, our iPad or tablets, whatever it is that we're using, make sure your security is, is good, working and up to date. Um, your computer passwords, it's so funny. I um, There's a lot of different things out there in terms of apps and so forth on storing your passwords. Keep your passwords in a safe place. And I just wanna say on that, um, Passwords shouldn't be, and I know everybody knows this, we've all heard it before. Don't use obvious things like your birthday, your anniversary, your phone number, stuff like that. Um, make your passwords something, frankly, that don't mean anything to you. So that if someone was trying to hack you, they couldn't figure it out uh, because it means something. My passwords mean nothing to me, like absolutely nothing. So it's completely random for me with passwords. And you just, you have to have them in a safe place or you have to commit them to memory. Uh, safe place is always good, but uh, make sure that you don't, you keep your computer passwords safe. 
and you know where they are. Don't give any telemarketers, I don't care who they are or what they say or why they say it, don't give them your information, your personal information. And if you have paper bank records, you can save them for at least a year. And then if there's any anything that is happening in patterns or if you have any fraud or problems, you'll have the records of them. And I, I tell people this in finance all the time, always, always, always be skeptical. I, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. I said it earlier tonight and I'm telling you, there is no such thing as a get rich quick scheme. So if something sounds too good, that should be your red flag to say, hey, I need to explore this a little bit more and I need to ask a few more questions and I might need to get somebody else's opinion and help on it. Uh, so don't feel pressured at all to jump into any of these things. And if you are a victim, there's some things that we can do. And some of those things are contact your financial institution immediately and let them know so that they can either freeze your account or cancel your credit card. If the case may be, it's a credit card, whatever it is, do that. Notify in Canada, we have two main credit bureaus, Equifax and TransUnion, notify them right away so that they can make a notation on your file. Um, contact in Canada, I mentioned before the Canadian Anti-Fraud Center, and that's just the, exactly the antifraudcenter.ca. Contact them, let them know. Contact your local police and let them know because if it's happening in your area, they might need to know uh, if you're because there might be other victims and then they're, they're going to be able to piece it together and, and hopefully find the people that are doing it. But um, definitely there's some stuff you can do if you're a victim of financial fraud or identity theft. So we're going to take our third break and final break of the night. Um, gosh, talking about fraud seems to fly by. <laughs> so don't go anywhere. We're going to take our final break and then we'll come back and just wrap up our conversation about uh, keeping ourselves safe, our family safe, our ID safe, and our finances safe as we go into the holiday season. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is the Financially Speaking Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at BookkeepPlus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And we have been talking about financial fraud and identity theft. And we just started just started talking about that um, at the end of the last break. And, you know, it's, it's funny. People don't necessarily think of themselves as being a, a target for identity theft. Like when you think about identity theft, 
you think about, well, who would want to be me? Like, why would you want to steal my identity, right? I get it if you want to steal Oprah Winfrey's or Bill Gates. We can we can all sort of understand. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd, you know, Jeff Bezos, uh, you know, maybe some of those, those people. Um, but why would somebody want to just steal my identity? And the, the truth is identity theft is... It's not just for, for people that are in that category that I just mentioned where they've got a super amount of wealth and they have people monitoring all the time. But um, it's unfortunate that we have about, uh, I'm just looking here, we've got one in three Canadians, one in three Canadians will be victims of fraud according to the um, Canadian Professional or Chartered Professional Accountants Association. And that's a lot of fraud, one in three. So that's what we want to look at. Um, identity theft is where people pretend to be you. And not everybody understands that, but they, they take over your identity and they assume being you. So they can do that by going through your mail. I mentioned before, shredding your paperwork, your bank statements, your documents, if you can, burning it even better <laughs> if you have that option, but shredding it for sure. <clears throat> Um, check your credit report. I mentioned that because if we start to see anything, if you start to see credit cards being opened up in your name and you didn't do that, then that stuff's going to show up on your credit report. And if you have the option, I would recommend on any credit cards you have, put a spending limit alert or um, an alert that, because I know a lot of the credit cards, you can get an alert saying that, a payment has been made without the card. So if you do something online, then it will come in and it will, you'll get an email alert that says um, your MasterCard has been charged X amount of dollars uh, without uh, the card. So you can say, hey, did I just order that online? Is that right? <clears throat> or it'll be uh, somebody just has your credit card number and is doing transactions and then immediately you're going to know and you're going to call the credit card company and you're going to tell them. So think, think about <clears throat> putting those on if you can. Uh, check your bills and review your statements. Make sure, <clears throat> getting all choked up now, <clears throat> make sure that your, your bills look correct. So when you look at your credit card statement, if you did not order something on Amazon and there's an Amazon charge there, you need to look into that because that means your card's been compromised. Um, if you have any kind of invoices come in and they're from places you don't recognize, but they're in your name and they're new, either, it could either be even be a new charge card. Just, you need to look into it. If it's not familiar, take the time and look into it. Um, and absolutely think twice before you share your information. Just because I ask for all your personal information doesn't mean you're required to give it to me and you don't have to, especially your social insurance number. And don't click on links online that aren't links that you have asked for or that you don't recognize. Social media is a fact of life. There's a lot of people on a lot of social media platforms. And with that comes a lot of advertising. And you will see these pop-up ads or you will see as you're scrolling along an ad is there and it's targeting you to say, buy this new pair of shoes or buy this cool gadget or this cool jewelry or cool shirt or whatever the case is, um, you know, treats for your dogs, toys for your dogs, cats, whatever. Um, and, and if you click on it, you're instantly taking yourself into a place where you don't know if it's secure or not. 
So if you're not sure about it and you don't recognize the company, but you think it's a cool gadget, then go online, <clears throat> do your research, find out if it's a legitimate company, find out if it's a legitimate product, because a lot of time you'll put your information in and you'll not receive the product. And the credit card company says any abnormal activity report it in 30 days. And you might be getting emails saying delay, 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 get you past your 30 days. And now you're in a position where you're potentially not going to get recovered the money from the credit card company and your credit card might be compromised. So be very, very, very careful. There is nothing wrong with being careful or being cautious, especially when it comes to your identity, especially when it comes to your finances. Um, there's nothing more important than you protecting yourself, your family and your, your money. So, and, and I mean your mental health on that because it can be very devastating for people to go through an identity theft or even some financial fraud where they get really scammed. And yes, we have some in the chat room, which of course I always invite you, you're welcome to join us. All these free trials, be super, super careful. Just put your credit card in and we'll charge your card after 30 days. You be very, very careful on that because those are also nice gateways to scamming people on their finances. Um, we are coming to the end of our conversation about financial fraud. Uh, it's fascinating because there's so many different types of scams out there. And I just want people to be aware not to get caught in any of them, especially going to the holiday season. I hate to say it. It's a sad, sad, sad thing to say. But during the holiday season is one of the easiest times to take advantage of people. So lock your cars, don't have gifts laying around for obvious theft reasons, but really keep co tight controlling your purse. Don't have your purse open where your wallet's accessible to pull it out easily. Make sure your wallet's secure. Make sure your phone is secure. Make sure that you're not carrying a lot of money on you um, all the time where it's a, po a possibility where you've just got lots and lots of money doing your Christmas shopping because you think you're going to take the whole wad out with you and do it all at the same time. Take time to be very careful and aware of your surroundings. Um, obviously, we're supposed to be social distancing, but just make sure nobody's getting too close to you so they can lift your wallet or steal your purse or grab your phone or your wallet, whatever, whatever the case is, your ID. Just be very, very careful. And we'll be back here next week to talk about more financial topics and questions and concerns that we have. And we're keeping everybody safe financially and growing their money and really overall keeping everybody in a happy, financial, healthy position. So join us again next week and we'll be right back here talking about more topics on finance, on Financially Speaking, on the Inspired Choices Network. And I thank you all for joining us tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.